For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm your host, Heather Engel. Welcome to Payment Security, a cybercrime magazine podcast series brought to you by GM SecTech. With operations in 50 countries worldwide and headquartered in San Juan, Puerto Rico, GM SecTech has over 50 years of service in the technology and security verticals. To learn more about GM SecTech, visit gmsectech.com. Joining me today is Bettina Castelvi. She is the Chief Security Officer at Banco Popular. Bettina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. So I'd like to have you start by telling us about Banco Popular and your need for a cybersecurity strategy. Well, Banco Popular, it's a 130-year institution. It's an inception part of Puerto Rico. It captures over 60% of the market of most financial services and products, and it's one of the top 50 banks in the nation. So it's pretty important in Puerto Rico. I'm happy to say that I've been a popular for almost 28 years. And thank you for the opportunity to present the cybersecurity strategy and to speak how we collaborate with our partners to help us ensure that we're updated and we're effective in how we implement things. As one of the leading banks in Puerto Rico with a strong presence in the U.S., how do you approach security? Through our long-standing history, the safety and security of our customer information has been one of our main priorities, and it's even part of our customer creed. So with the evolution of the threat environment and the digitalization of the financial services offering, our approach to security has evolved from what it was 130 years ago, obviously. Now security has a seat at the table. We have given it the relevance, importance, and priority. We have elevated the role of the security officer. We are happy to say that improving our systems, it's only one side of the equation. We also have implemented training and awareness campaigns for our customers. So we continue to evolve and make sure that our first line of defense is also up to the task that we need to help each other. I know that convergence of cyber and fraud is a theme you often talk about and emphasize for your team. Can you talk about your cyber strategy and what Banco Popular is doing to manage efficiency? Our fraud prevention teams and the cyber teams continuously collaborate hand in hand. It's for me important to make sure that we are aligning our strategies and working together. So many fraud trends involve advanced methods with the digitalization of the payment space, specifically after the pandemic. This has become much more important. So cyber fusion and cyber confusion convergence, it's certainly an important part of my mantra that I want to always make sure it's there. So it's been a learning experience, but I think we've become much more attuned as to what the other one knows and how to collaborate together. So for instance, if we get an example of an account block, we understand why is it blocked? Is it really because the customer forgot or is it that we're having an attack? So those type of collaborations and discussions are ongoing. So I think that's important in the convergence topic. What trends and emerging threats do you see you mentioned, you know, now you have the ability to tell if a customer just has forgotten a password or if their account is under attack. What are some of the trends and emerging threats that you see? Well, our industry is very dynamic and there is no shortage of emerging trends. For example, artificial intelligence, it's really generating a lot of interest and development opportunities in our industry. Artificial intelligence is really helpful, but it's also helpful for the threat. So we're seeing deep fakes, videos 
coming in. We're seeing attacks in the call center that the voice are being generated by artificial intelligence. So we're seeing artificial intelligence not only helping us move forward, but also helping the threat actors get better and smarter. So that means that the phishing emails are not plagued with errors anymore. They're now much more precise in their language, and it's more attuned to what we normally do see in emails. So it's an emerging trend that we're looking at very closely. Can you talk a little bit about cardholder data and issues or challenges with fraud surrounding that? So cardholder data, it's really important, and we know that it's in more places than it needs to be. So protecting it, masking it, and making sure that it's not visible to most people or accessible to most people, it's really critical. I think the whole payment ecosystem and being protected, it's important. It's not only the banks, it's not only the financial institutions, it's also all the merchants that need to have controls. So the payment card industry has made a very good job in making sure that the whole payment ecosystem, it's secure and that everybody knows their role. So I think the chips in the credit cards have been a great success and really important. There's been transformational for the industry. We need to continue to make it more difficult for schemers to not be able to clone credit cards in general. So that's a very good control that we need to have, not only for credit cards, but also for debit cards. The other thing I would mention is the card not present transactions. They're also becoming much more prevalent after the pandemic that helped move out some of the customers to make their purchases through internet and e-commerce platforms. So that certainly has been a big shift in our card fraud trends and the implementation of controls like 3D Secure and leveraging additional information that our models have. It's been critical for us to become better and smarter. So I'd like you to talk about sponsorship from senior leaders, how to get project prioritized, but I know you've also recently worked through PCI compliance. What lessons from your path to PCI compliance can you share? If I answer your first question, I started at the beginning saying that security is at the table and that it's really critical. We have the senior leaders from the business side bring products and opportunities and we're there to identify any potential security or fraud requirements. So that's part of the product roadmap. And therefore, that's how we get the right funding since the beginning. I think that's important. From PCI 4.0, what I would tell you is that it's been a learning experience and it's been important to integrate it with the business leader. So it's not only security, it's not only the experts at the table, it's also the business line that wants to introduce more things or maybe expose more data and for them to hear it directly from our partners in the awareness effort, it's important for them to understand how we're protecting and why we need to protect it. So BCI 4.0 has given us the opportunity to transmit that message further. Are there any learnings on what you needed or what was most helpful and successful on your path to PCI compliance? There are many. One worth noting is how the need of our retail banking to service their customers at the point of opening an account highlighted the need for us to issue cards at the branches. 
And because we're issuing cards with chips, that brings a expands our, I guess, our customer, our data environment that needs to be protected. So that's been a learning. We went through a process of evaluating the controls at the branches and what we needed to do to be able to issue cards at the branches. I think this came from the business. I think, again, saying that the business leaders are more attuned with the requirements, I think it's important. And they were the ones who understood they needed to go through a process of evaluation. PCI requirements, the new ones are still being seeped into the culture. So I would say that the awareness efforts have begun, but it's still a roadmap that we need to go through with the business and with the different security leaders. So I think another important learning has been that we have touched base with our suppliers in how they're approaching it. And they know the approach that they're going to use. They're communicating it to us. They know that they need to keep us abreast and that we're an important part of that knowledge that they need to share. So I think that's been a learning also that the supplier chain needs to keep us updated. And speaking of supplier chain, can you share some insights on how your PCI compliance certification enabled Banco Popular to reduce risk and message trust to your clients and depositors and cardholders? I think I would say that our PCI compliance roadmap and, and evaluation has enabled us to understand where the risk lies. It also, I think, our message to our customers, it's not only of us, it's the whole ecosystem because we're also responsible to make sure that our providers have certified to us their PCI compliance. So it's that ecosystem mentality, what we want to transmit to the customer, the merchants, it's the infrastructure providers, it's our partners in crime, in, in everything, in issuing the cards. So everybody, I think that's the message that we've been trying to accommodate with our customers. We're evaluating everybody that it's in our chain of suppliers. And you've partnered with GM SecTech for many years to support your journey to PCI compliance. Can you share some insights on how to work with a vendor and how they helped guide this process? I think having a vendor in our case was GM SecTech, but it's really critical. We don't have all the answers. We don't know how others are doing it. And having a vendor expertise is critical to understand what are the best practices and how to do it better, faster, and right. So in our journey, their assistant with awareness has been critical. Their assistant in the evaluation and understanding and showing us the route of how we go about has been also important. They have helped us, again, like I said, with the branch issuance of credit cards with chip, with evaluating our ATM environment, so I'm very grateful that they've also kept us apprised of what's going on and the trends and developments in the council. They have that seat at the table and they can tell us this is where they're leaning towards, this is what's coming, so be prepared. That's been important for us. And can you share some insights into how Banco Popular collaborates with the industry on cybersecurity and privacy? Oh, we do this in many fronts. We have the Mid-Science Bank Coalition, which is MBCA. We also participate in the Bank Professional Institute for Larger Banks. So the financial institution boasts 
entities are for financial institutions, and we have great collaboration there. We also are very attuned and closely collaborate with the Puerto Rico Bankers Association. We use them to help us, I guess, expand the topics of interest that we think, expand the awareness out there in Puerto Rico. We learn from them. We share our experience. So it's both ways collaboration with those entities. FSI SAC, it's another good industry group that helps us out with all the different topics of security and privacy. And finally, what are your key recommendations for any bank or service provider that needs to be PCI 4.0 compliant or wants to have a holistic cybersecurity program? First thing, you need to have a plan. You need to have a plan. And if you don't have the expertise in-house, certainly get a partner, a party that helps us through the journey. You must understand the dates that are involved. And it is critical also to prioritize your higher risk areas and gaps. You will have gaps, but how do you prioritize? It's important that you focus on the critical areas. It's important to be open to evaluate alternatives. Always, there's not only one way to comply. There's many alternatives. So that third party that you're going to hire as an expert will guide you through that. And like we all say in cybersecurity, it's all about layers of protection. So we need to identify the crown jewels and protect those the most. For smaller companies that don't have the resources in-house and they cannot invest as much in making your program stronger, I would recommend that they use the free resources that the U.S. government agencies have, like CSAC, and certainly outsource your program or some parts of your program in as much as you can, because it's important that if you don't have the resources, that you do get a good partner to help you out. Well, Bettina, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation and pleased to be here. Any final comments or anything before we close out? I think I would say that if I have to say something, it's be at the table, ensure that security is part of the table and where the decisions are being made. Go back to the values of the company. I think it's important that the company has in their feed and in their priorities to keep security first. And I would say that get the assistance that you need. You cannot do everything on your own, but there are certainly excellent third parties out there to help you out. And I need to shout out GM SecTech because they have been a great partner for us. Bettina, thanks again for being on the podcast. Thank you. Payment Security is brought to you by GM SecTech. GM SecTech offers innovative solutions and services in cybersecurity, governance, and compliance focused on managing digital risk. Their solutions are designed to detect advanced attacks and respond to them effectively, reducing business risk, fraud, and cybercrime. To learn more about our sponsor, GM SecTech, visit gmsectech.com.